to another week of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, and I'm sitting here with my buddies. Let's introduce the rest of the guys over in Glendale. Always keeping it regal. Steve Grobschmidt. How are you, Steve? Fire me. I'm already fired. Fire me. I'm already fired. Woo! Sorry. I'll Ric Flair for you. That's one of, one of Ric Flair's greatest promos in my, my opinion. Oh my God! That, Way ahead of my time, be an, but I like it. That'll be another episode. Greatest promos. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a fun one for sure. Oh, easy. Let's uh, let's say hi to our buddy down in Bayview, freshly squeezed, Matt Michelson. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> a little wow. That's great. I love that though. Matt, Matt's just winning with music accompaniments. Yeah, you gotta. I gotta. I gotta make it my own, man. I gotta stick out on this podcast somehow. Big time. Well, and we got our buddy uh, joining us once again. Oh my God! It's Charlie <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I got three words for you. <laughs> Suck it. Keep it. the cape. Keep the cape, babe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's a shirt right there. There you go. I got three no, words no. for you. You'll see that soon on the Keep the Kayfabe Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, boys. Well, uh, we are looking at another topic uh, for the show this week. We were going to talk about the most underrated wrestlers uh, that have never gotten enough shine uh, or announcers, managers, people that have flown under the radar that have done great stuff but never quite got enough credit for it. And I think this will be a really fun episode because – uh, we all kind of watch different promotions. We're all at kind of different generations of wrestling. So I think we're going to come up with a really fun list, and it'll be really fun to go back and uh, watch some of these matches and uh, check out some of these names that we're going to bring up tonight. So, um, yeah, I'll start off just to get the ball rolling. I had to. D- I was watching a little ECW, and that's why I announced Charlie with huh. Joey Styles. Uh, I've been yeah. seeing a couple uh, clips of Mike Awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was pretty shit. awesome. Oh, yeah, he I mean, was in shit, dude. He was good. 6-6 pulled out moves that a lot yep. of people his size can't do. I mean, he would do a ton of power moves that, you know, a lot of big guys could do. But then he could also do stuff that a lot of, like, yep. you would see some like, cruiserweights doing. And, yeah, he was um, one of the first big, men's that, big men that were doing that. We're doing that here. I don't know about Japan, but I know in the States he was one of the – first big guys that were doing all that stuff over the top rope and all those yeah. leaps and all that. Where did you that get I a chance learn. to see him live ever, Charlie? Cause I know you were a big ECW guy. I never, I never saw him live. Um, you know, obviously he, you know, when ECW closed, you know, he went to WCW for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's where I knew him admittedly. Yeah. yeah. When he, that's where he left. He was an ECW champion where you, had, did you watch when he was a champion? Mike? Yeah, it, okay, yeah. Yeah. I watched a couple matches of his just to kind of get brushed up with the show. Yeah. Uh, Cause I had never seen like the reverse, like power bomb or Pearl river plunge before. I've never even seen that move uh, until I just saw it like going over Instagram. I was like, wow, I gotta, I gotta check out this guy's matches. And I mean, the dude was, you know, like a brick house. He was tall. Yeah. His body Jack. was big. I mean, Sweet he could take some punishment. He would do some hardcore matches, and then you yep. know he was the ECW heavyweight champion too. Yep. So yeah, great face for the company. I was just oh, yeah. really impressed with all of his athleticism yep. and just really innovative moves and just the agility that he had for a big man. So that's why yep. I would pick him as my first most underrated wrestler. Okay, yeah, it's a good pick. Nice, thank you. Yeah, I I don't. <laughs> It's been approved. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I will admit that I didn't, you know, because I didn't watch ECW. I'm, 
I'm a pariah in that regard, but I um, I didn't see him in W. I didn't see him in WCW, and I don't think they used him to his fullest potential. But it was pretty dang obvious, like for all the reasons you said, that's like holy crap, this dude for his size can do a lot of stuff. And yeah, um, yeah it was kind of in the waning days of WCW, but he he made an impact. I mean, I yeah, and I think was it hit? Yeah, it, he um. Did he die? I'm, I'm trying yeah. to remember. That. Yeah, yeah okay. he died. Yeah. Yeah, I, can't believe, okay. I can't remember what he died of, but for suicide or probably drug overdose. I can't remember. Really? I think it was drug related. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah but I think obviously way too drugs. young. Yeah. yeah, a lot of those guys in ECW, they partied hard oh, in yeah. that locker room, dude. Really hard. Yeah. Who do you got, Matt? As oh, one of your I'm so guys. glad you asked. So to <laughs> keep things going, uh, based on my entrance music, I'm going to go with Val Venus being the WWE <laughs> work that I am. Um, yes, sir. A lot of people might disagree with this, but I, I think it was about two years ago, I went back and started rewatching old episodes of raw from the attitude era. And mostly just because I wanted to follow this stone cold, Mr. McMahon storyline one more time. And, <sighs> but I ended up watching the entire episodes of raw and throughout that Val Venus would make appearances and his promos in hindsight were so bad. They were just hilarious. And that's part of what I think added to the, the comedy behind his character. But when you'd watch him work in the ring, his moves were really clean. Um, and he had a lot of different, he had a pretty extensive move set as well. Like I can specifically remember him doing a lot of Northern light suplexes, because if you're familiar with that move, you sort of have to stick your pelvis up in the air, which makes total sense being it's Val Venus. Um, but he did just a great job doing all those moves to perfection textbook. If you go back and watch him. So um, as far as wrestlers go, I think he was definitely underrated promos and stuff. Uh, he, he, well, he was a good wrestler, you know, <laughs> was he uh I know he's from Canada, right? Was he part yeah. of the whole, was he, was he trained by the Hart family or? Oh, uh, that's a great question. I don't know. What I do know though is uh, so. fast forward to today. Uh, he's actually pretty active in the medical marijuana industry. So huh. um, he didn't. Shocking. Yeah, he's totally. Right. From one sinful thing. Yeah. To... Yeah. <laughs> that's legit wow. shocking. Yeah. Given his Man. political leanings. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he was a good intercontinental champion, and like his entrance music was just the best. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was pretty young back then. I think in 99, 98, I was in like seventh, eighth grade. So what would I be? 14, 15. So I really. I that was the sweet like spot for it. <laughs> all of those uh, yeah. sexual innuendos of like the oil barge just like exploding and like the flowers just like blooming like oh my god so and his funny finisher the money shot <laughs> yeah all that yes. if you go but back i do watch... remember being in middle school and putting my hands behind my head and you know circling my hands kind of like rick root and saying hello ladies thank god i didn't oh, yeah. get suspended for that yeah that would be a great way to make an entrance to a classroom um yeah if you're looking to relive the magic of val venus all you have to do is go on youtube and look up his entrance video and it's even better when you do it especially now that you're older and you get all the innuendos i mean my god like how did our parents let us watch this crap it was that was so over the top yeah yeah were they did they were they did your parents at the time know like no. That you were watching that. That's probably why, because there's oh, no yeah. way if you're unless they're watching it with you. There's like gonna, <laughs> every Monday night. Yeah. Every Monday night, my mom and I would watch it. She was oh like, wow as, as I was. So wow. was she laughing? I at yeah, it? I, not at that as much. I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't it know. Probably you know it was so over the top cheesy that it was almost not the, as controversial because and it wasn't. Probably was thinking you wouldn't. Yeah. Get it. you wouldn't get it anyway. So why yeah. bring it up? Yeah. As you giggled feverishly. Yeah. Well, she was right. So thanks, mom, for saving <laughs> the awkwardness of that moment. Just when Sable came on with uh, the hands over her as her pasties over yes, her nipples, that's right. kind of uh, covering your eyes. I bet with her hands, and Matt's just like grabbing them out of the way, clawing, covering Thank her you eyes. Know. Do you guys ever, do you remember when, I can't remember her name now, but the bunny, the Jerry Lawler, the cat? Yeah, the oh, cat, yeah. Yep. 
She yeah. took her two went topless life on like a paper yeah. dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, Jerry, d- yeah, didn't Jerry Lawler? That was his wife, wasn't it? Yeah, they were married for a while. Yeah, and then they fired her, and then he quit like in protest or something. Yes, yeah. I yes. can't remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I I remember that was like a big thing. Um, I I'm think they shocked. mentioned that in the documentary or something yeah, like that. That seemed like a marriage that was going to last forever. I was shocked it didn't last. Yeah, and when Jerry. she would wrestle, <laughs> when she would Jerry, wrestle, Jerry's age. That's what he likes. I remember Jerry Lawler would be like, say all these inside things about the bedroom when she'd be wrestling. Like, oh, he's she's really good at being on top. I can tell you that much, or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. saying all these weird lines. Lawler, that's a dirty gold. old man. Yeah, yeah. What do you got, Steve? Uh, we, we should do you a got one podcast for us? on Jerry someday. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I do have one. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to just make this all topical because he made an appearance on the 30 year, uh, Chris Jericho, you know, and they had all the people like wishing him well. My, uh, my first choice. Yes. Luther is my choice. Did you know Luther was like a legit dude back in the day? Well, those two feuded like in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, That's why why they put him in the main event was like a nod to Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that this week. I was like, holy crap. I had no clue. But yeah, sorry. (laughs) That's all right. My choice is the, uh, is Ultimo Dragon. If you guys remember him, he was just so amazing. And like, you know, in the formative years of um, Nitro, he was, I mean, you know, and the cruiserweights were kind of doing all the heavy lifting to make that show. Awesome. That dude was just amazing. Like the, the move sets he had and like, um, and I think he even made an appearance in WWE after, like, and then he got hurt and it didn't last real long. But I mean, he, stuff that you take for granted now that even the big guys can do back then wasn't as common. And, you know, he, you know, the moonsaults and the, he um, was, he was kind of bigger, wasn't he? For like, a yeah, he was, he was a like a little stronger. A, yeah. A little stronger. Like and a little he, more um, built kind of like yeah. Penta, Penta. Yeah. Uh, I would Pentagon say that's status not, or a yeah, little that's under. Not a bad, it's not a bad size comparison from what I, you know, visually or mentally visually. Um, yeah, but that guy was awesome. And some of the best matches I can remember from that era, the Nitro, he was involved in his battles with Malenko, um, Guerrero. Um, Mysterio. Mysterio. Kidman. Yeah, and he was like a staple of that cruiserweight division. He might have won another title, like U.S. or something. But, yeah, who would do? So, um, and I think he's still technically active, but uh, – yeah, he's one of not only is he uh, I would say one of the more over underrated, but he's like one of my like favorite wrestlers of all time. Wow, great pick! I like where that came from, Charlie. You got something for us, bud? Oh yeah, my Kevin Nash. That guy could know. <laughs> 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 that guy could work his ass off, and he never got his due. <laughs> the finger poke. Yep. Yeah. How um, many guys you know nice. could beat somebody with a finger? Yep. No, yeah. Uh, no, I, I would I had, was just look something up. I I had one. I'll probably stick with my original one, but it was going to be, um, as you can say, as you say in the beginning, keeping it regal, Stephen Regal. If you oh, yes. yeah. up in WCW, he was like totally a, agree. A, Very a good master, thing. dude. Yep. Yep. He was he was an older older version of um, what's his name? Um, who's the guy? That, I can't remember now. He just uh, uh Kyle Kyle O'Reilly. He was like a Kyle O'Reilly in the 90s you know but not as quick and all that as mm-hmm. but just able to, to chain wrestle reverse holds do all kinds of little stuff he was he was like a machine in there he was a purist and a legit, and a legit tough guy oh yeah, yeah. he was wrestling yeah, in a, his teens yeah yeah he's a legit kick your ass type of guy yeah and that's I, a great pick because yeah. i mean as i stated up top like who never got enough shine like this oh, is a yeah, guy who's totally. literally dedicated his life to wrestling made yep. nxt you know, so yeah, that's just it. As it is. Yeah, yeah, yep. you know, that. Triple H, Triple H deserves credit for uh, NXT's success. But Regal, man, he, you know, we none of us work there, but you know, like just from what you can see, he is as much a reason as any on the, the level of yeah, quality finger, that NXT has had. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, oh. so I didn't get to see a lot of Stephen Regal. I mean, I saw William Regal when he first came to WWE, and that's, I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like his character was generic jobber number five. But no, but if you go back to look at <laughs> well, it, I, it's WWE. Back. Go back, yeah, yeah. Right. go back. So, that's what I was actually <laughs> going to ask you guys because clearly, yeah. you've seen more of his work. So, if I go back, like, wh- which 
Steven Regal matches should I watch? Okay. So, I mean, he had some good matches with Sting, I think, um, either over the TV. So he, he won the TV. He kind of made the TV title famous in WCW and some of the matches around that. Like, I feel like he beats, he wrestled Steamboat in a good one. Um, he wrestled Sting in a feud that was really quite good. If you want to, I think I, I mentioned this on a previous episode, but if you guys want to see something that's just to be a sight to behold, watch his match with Goldberg. I was because, gonna say that. Yeah, did you, you know what I'm talking too. about? Like, yeah. Because you know, like him. they were they were feeding everybody to Goldberg, and like yeah. you know, he was crushing them, but he was super limited. Yep. And nobody quite knows the story. Regal sticks to his, the, you know, the leadership yep. sticks to theirs. But critics think that Regal was purposely trying to make Goldberg look bad. But Gold, but Regal was saying, I was just trying to work a match with this guy. And, like, watch it because he is stiff as shit. And he's, like, kind of, like, oh, he's, like, literally wrestling Goldberg and befuddling him when I don't think he was supposed to. And it's just, it's it's actually amazing to watch because... Goldberg's getting like flustered and yeah. Yeah. It was probably actually, looking like it makes him look silly. It's good. Yeah, it probably was looking like Mongo McMichael. Not that bad, but, Not but that in bad, that but it was in bad. that path. In that path, yes. <laughs> so at some point Goldberg wasn't sure what to do wise, wrestling wise, because he wasn't experienced enough, you know. And and, and Mike, I wish you hadn't brought that up because you just stole Charlie's next underrated, uh, Steve Mongo McMichael. Ah, no, you know, you know, one that was a good, there's another one I was going to bring up that was a great worker that was, it's truly underrated. The one, two, three kid. Thank you. Yes. That was on my list too. When he first came in, I was obsessed. I was obsessed. He was insanely good. He's a great wrestler. That match with, uh, that match with uh, Razor Ramon that put him on the map. Yeah. Didn't he like fall on his head? Like, yeah, he actually wrestled the last part of the match. Yeah. Out, out. Yeah, like, like blacked yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. I was obsessed with the one, two, three kid. He had a good look. And that's when, like, that was in 95, like, yeah. when they used the ring, like, the lights were, like, beaming down on the ring. Yeah, and like it was like one, boxing. two, yep. three. And, you know, like, they would use the ring, like, for the big entrance for the hard cam. Like, yeah. and Psycho Sid was something. And, like, Shawn Michaels doing the HBK. I love the one, two, three kids intro too, but yeah, you're right. He was um, a great worker and he, he, he brought out some great moves that a lot of, I mean, when I was young stuff, I had never seen before. So yeah. And I think he was kind of the measuring stick for a lot of people too. Sorry, Matt, go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh no, that's okay. Um, I was just going to ask. So for some of our listeners who maybe aren't as familiar with the one, two, three kid, that's the same guy that later on became X- X-Pac, right? Yeah. Yep. X-Pac. Six Pac. X-Pac. Yep. Yep. They called him six and then uh, WCW cleverly yep. adding one, two, and three together. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, was, uh, I thought that was great. Six box, you know. I believe it had two X's as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Pioneer. Mm. You want to Google if you want to when you want to see something pretty funny, take your time. Google um Google him with like his shave eyebrows. You guys heard that whole story. He got, he got all partied up and they were going to do pictures and they shaved, you know, with Nash and not, well, was Nash yeah. there? Was, with all the, yeah, with all those guys the when they click. were to click. Yeah, and they shaved his eyebrows. And so there's like all these pictures of him with eye, with his eyebrows missing. Nice. But, I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, the yeah, click was... would have been just dangerous to roll with on the road. Those, Scott oh, yeah. Hall, yep. Michaels, Triple H, and Nash. Speaking, speaking of Hall, you see the news on him this week? No. I did see that he was, yeah, he was yeah. on a um, virtual like meet and greet, and he seemed very inebriated or something. Yeah, which is really it. sad. Yeah. That dude just—he was doing so well, I think. And yeah, yeah. all the time DDP put into him. Yeah, Shit, that's sad to hear. Anyway, Matt, do you got another <laughs> one for us, buddy? On the more, on the more better topics. <laughs> Anyway, crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think I do. Um, so I'm going to jump a little more into the modern era with this one. But uh, back in, I want to say it was 2016, uh, a coworker of mine at that time showed me this match from New Japan. 
between Will Ospreay and my pick, Ricochet. Oh, um, great pick. Which, if you have seen Ricochet outside of WWE, you already know he's not underrated by any means. He is the real deal. But if you are just kind of a casual viewer, if you're getting more into WWE as of late, you might have seen Ricochet on TV and gone, wow, he, he can do some cool flips. No, th- this guy in my opinion, is probably one of the best, if not the best wrestler in the world. And Charlie just keeps shaking his head. I know he's just waiting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no. You, it's a great call, yeah. That match is incredible. Uh, I think oh, man. Six star, maybe, by Meltzer. I mean, not that his star ratings matter, but that match, that match was excellent. Uh, Google his, you know, Ricochet and PWG. You'll see some great matches in there. You know, I mean, it's, Lucha it's, Underground as Prince Puma. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's all right. That stuff. Yep. It's a. He. It's a. I'm so glad. Hopefully, he's the one that's leaving. I can't wait till he gets out it's of there. It's criminal how he's been. Yeah. Used. He actually he's on right now, wrestling Cedric Alexander again. <laughs> like the another another. But, he's not on yeah. my list, but another oh, good. underrated. Guy. I, I thought. Yeah, Cedric wasted. I just thought my YouTube uh, algorithm kept pushing the same match to me, but it's good to know that it's a different match every week. It's just the same people. Yeah, there's yeah, oh yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, I mean Ricochet's uh, insane. I mean this, 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 and I tell you who, I tell you who. I mean, you guys, if you ever get a chance to watch, I've seen it lately. I know they're hyping up the the new G one tournament, but Will Osprey is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, he's next. He's they they love um, the switchblade over there, um, mm-hmm. uh, Jay White. Yes. but Osprey's gonna be. To me, he's a next he's a next level star, you know, and he's put the weight on, so now he's becoming more of a heavyweight than a junior heavyweight. And that dude is he's insane. Yeah, he's it sounds like right he's now. like the, he's billed as like the best in the world right now amongst he, like a lot of wrestling circles, be, be, even before, surpassing Kenny Omega. Before COVID, if you'd asked me who the best wrestler in the world was, it was him. The yeah, way the I, stuff he was the stuff he was putting out was phenomenal dude it was phenomenal it's it yes. was it was yeah. kenny's level but better that's why i wish kenny could do his stuff hopefully he gets his stuff going in aew because he's fantastic too man stuff yes. i saw him in new japan <laughs> they and he's he's probably at 75 percent of what he can of the show he can put on when kind of like nakamura you know, in yeah, American, oh, yeah. audiences, Another American one. audiences have not seen oh, what yeah. he's capable of. Go watch, go watch Nakamura's uh, look. This stuff when he was international, intercontinental champion over New Japan, it was it's 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 awesome, dude. And, you know, he was rent, he was rest, wrestling AJ over there, and yeah. all the guys in Evil. It's just, it's it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. So, so based that's on why, yeah. So based on everything Charlie just said, um, you know, I had mentioned Ricochet for my pick. I'm going to slightly tweak that and just say every New Japan wrestler ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that's what kind of stinks right now because I think we're not getting the, unless you're paying for the New Japan world, you're not getting the um, American announcers on it. You just, just, unless you just like wrestling to watch it you know you're getting right. the japanese but it's when you, when yeah, you're get getting there, half I, the story yeah yeah you're not getting the story and everything you're seeing killer moves those guys are practically trying to kill each other you know right. and it's just legit that's what i love about it it's like the daredevil yeah. the hard hitting they try to you kill know. you in the safest way possible it seems like yeah exactly and the <laughs> and, and that's kind of how aw is too not that not mm-hmm. the hardcore but just the uh, the factor of uh most of the time you don't know who's going to win, you know, yeah. you're not, can go, okay. Like tonight I'm watching Ricochet versus Cedric. I don't know how it ended, but I'm, once it was a DQ, I'm sure uh, Ricochet did the job, you know? Big time. That was a great pick, Matt, Charlie. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great, great pick, Matt. What do you think, Steve? Do you got something else for us, bud? Oh, I got a, I got oh, for, 17 oh, more. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. I'm, how about everybody? How about we give a, how about we all do a modern? Like you just give us a modern era. Why don't you give? Well, us a- oh crap! Sure. Then that means I have to. Oh, go, well, do whatever. Oh, you, you know what? No, no, actually, do whatever actually, you want to do. Actually, you know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna throw a quick modern that w- or somebody that I like. If we would have done this four months ago, would have been like top of my list of modern. But now I think is finally getting his due. Is uh, is um, 
Brody Lee. I think mm, he was okay. uh, completely misused by uh, WWE. And but I, I feel like AEW is properly using him now. So he's like moved out of underrated to like like he's he's getting his due. Uh, the former Luke Harper for those WWEs. Um, but no, I, I'll throw an old school one because that's like my whole damn list, unfortunately. But uh, Rick Martel, we just talked about him the other week. The model, I think. I did go back and oh, listen yeah. to that podcast that you recommended, and it was very a cool. Good one, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Pritchard's got a good podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, he got his due before, you know, outside of WWE. Like he was the AWA champion and stuff. I mean, but in AW, in WWE, he filled a role, you know, like as the model and then as a tag team champion um with uh tito right yeah strike force but i mean he that dude was like like really really good and he had the look and he, i mean he had, certainly had the physique and everything he kind of had everything yep. he just never really got above mid card and you know you know why that's vince <laughs> yeah of course but yeah. then you know it, you know then he kind of stepped away from wrestling and came back in wcw and started a really promising comeback until he got a career in injury, uh, wrestling Booker T. But you know his story could, like could have kept going, but then he, he got injured and uh, it was something gruesome. I forget what it was, something with his leg. But uh, he was kind of heating back up in WCW. But always another one of my favorites, Rick Martel. Yep, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, if I had to go modern real quick, you know how I feel about Wardlow. <laughs> I haven't seen him on uh, on primetime, but I'm sure he's going to be there. He's going to be in future conversations. He might not be there just yet. Dude, green. you know I love the guy. I he's want greener, the guy. Than, greener than the Incredible Hulk, but greener <laughs> greener than baby shit. I guess greener than grass. <laughs> He'll get there. He'll get there. But greener than one grass person, on the other side. One person that I did have on my list though too was uh, she is in the Hall of Fame, but I thought Jacqueline was oh, a pretty yeah. good wrestler. Um, and doesn't get enough credit for actual wrestling ability. Smaller in stature, not too tall, probably like five four. Oh yeah, she was a machine. Maybe yeah. freaking stacked, like just. But she was so she was strong, and yeah, tough as shit. Oh, I was about legit, to say, top lady, legit, top lady. big time. And she would wrestle. I mean, she could probably dudes. kick the she shit out of the dudes. guys. If, she did in if, WCW. Yeah. 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 If she would have get, gotten the chance, uh, I'm sure she was way tougher than a lot of the guys backstage. And uh, even those women's matches in the era of bra and panties matches when that was on, yeah, she, she was... demanded respect when she was in the ring. And, um, you know, being an African-American woman in that time, I mean, she really doesn't get enough credit. She probably had to deal with so much shit that we have no idea about. Oh, yeah. Uh, and maybe we'll never know. But um, I'm sure she's got an awesome story. I'm glad they inducted her, what was it, like two years ago in the Hall Two of or Fame? three. That was, yeah, well-deserved. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well-deserved also. But, um, yeah, yeah that's a woman that doesn't get enough shine for sure. That's a great pick. Yeah, yep. I think not, not only is that, yeah – yeah, she got she won the title if I if I remember right. She's in the Hall of Fame, so in that re- regard, she got her due. But yet, yeah, I feel in that era, she was like way ahead of her time. Like women's wrestling is so much better now, and she would fit in perfectly right now. Oh, Back yeah. then, it was still more of a novelty with like oh god, can you Trish imagine Stratus her against like as the exceptions? And yeah, can she you was, imagine her like her and Oscar right now, or just oh someone, my god, some of yeah. these other chicks just that can go beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, that's that a really good point. And Steve, you make a really good point that she would fit in in the modern era. I I remember watching Jacqueline back in the late 90s when I was kind of first getting into the Attitude Era. And I knew she was special, like watching her. Like she would come out and I would get all excited, like, hey, Jacqueline's on. Um, It just was really sad at the time because a lot of the women in wrestling weren't really wrestlers right but you could tell right away that she was so the matches just never really clicked but you could tell there was something there um unfortunately because of the times you know that they were she never got a chance to really show that off kind of like how she might in the modern era so yeah great pick 
I just saw something funny. I was looking behind Matt or behind Mike on his wall there. And I was, I was just doing some research. I was like, I had my list in mind, but then I was looking online to see like, Oh, is it, did I forget any obvious ones? And there was somebody had a most over underrated list and listed a Hulk Hogan as one of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then the first sentence was like, now hear me out on this. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to hear you out. I saw oh my God. a different article. <laughs> I mean, if you have action figures distributed all around yeah. the world and everybody knows like your face and like when you say wrestling to someone who doesn't yeah. even speak English and you say Hulk Hogan, they, they yeah. do his moves. No, uh, yeah, I, I think, think you're on the map. Super reaching, like trying to make some provocative point for link bait. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. That's funny. Who else has got one for us? I got one. I just saw it. It came up on the screen, actually. Um, I uh, I would say Carmella. She's horrible. Charlie's playing that game where it's like, what's your name? And he's trying to lie and he's looking around the room and just naming <laughs> yeah. things he sees. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's what well, Charlie well, already. She did actually come on because it's like, she got drafted to SmackDown. Oh, <laughs> which she already was on. Exciting. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Charlie's ruined my joke because I was going to, uh, I was with your Kevin Nash and Carmella on that. Yeah. Because um, I was going to lead off by saying, uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley was my yeah. he never guy never yeah. he never got a chance. <laughs> but, you know, well, here's the here's Connecticut the, blue blood. Here, here is a legit one for my uh, in the modern. This is really modern era, um, not modern modern because he hasn't been on the main roster. Uh, he was formerly known as Mister Roh, Mister Ring of Honor, Roderick Strong. Oh yeah, Ooh. good one. That is a good Roddy one. is a bad dude. I remember. Um, I was like probably, I mean, when I realized he was really good as I saw him live at a Ring of Honor show and the guy was just incredible, dude. And then what put it over the top, uh, I think it was, was, was that where I, was that at the Ring of Honor show with you, Steve? When, uh, I've never been to I a think, Ring of Honor show. Not Ring of Honor, I mean, um, um, NXT? NXT. NXT. He wrestled, he was the opening bout with someone. Velvet yeah, we Dream. talked about it. Yeah, and it we was talked like, about it, was it still, recently. It was incredible, man. To me, that was the match of the night. That mm -hmm. match was so good. They, yeah. they, tore, it, they, they tore it down. I was like, wow, yeah, he that quietly, guy. I don't know if it's his personality as like, even as a heel, he's a little more subdued personality. Yeah, yeah he's just not that a dude in the ring guy. is it's really insane. hard to beat. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's just one of the best. Yeah, he's insane in the ring, dude. I saw him at a Ring of Honor show where he was the television champion. I think it was 2015 yep. here in Milwaukee. And yep. he was sort of standing in the back of Turner Hall where the show was at. And, you know, he, you could get a picture taken with him or yep. whatever. That's but why yeah, I he love didn't that. Really, yep. He didn't really talk at all. Um, nope. But when he got in the Never ring, did. yeah, it was just like what you saw in NXT and what you see today yep. in NXT, just an amazing worker. Yep. That's one thing, too, off topic. That's why I love Ring of Honor shows, dude. You can go out to the parking lot, stand by the door of the coming out, and get pictures with all those dudes. If you're a Mark, dude, it's 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 great because those dudes are cool, man. Like, I met the Briscoes, got pictures with the Briscoes. You know, they're just so cool, dude. It's just Charlie. Charlie, you should uh, text me any good pictures, and we can put it up on the Keep the Kayfabe Instagram. All right, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll, I get some on my Facebook. I put up there. Then I get some on my phone. I'll send them over to you. Yeah, yeah. I'll have the intern post them for us. We okay. put a lot of responsibility on our interns. So yeah. much. Okay. Thank okay. you to them. And uh, yeah. please follow us on Instagram on Keep the Kayfabe. Um, yeah, great pick with Roddy Strong. Definitely yep. agree with that. Uh, one that I have on the list and another Hall of Famer, but. Kurt Angle, again, oh, yeah. not being, you know, classically trained as a as a professional wrestler, but an actual wrestler and a gold medalist. Everybody keeps on saying just how quick Kurt Angle took to wrestling and got yeah. the business. Everybody mentions is, you know, like there's wrestling, but then there's the business. And you hear that all the time. It sounds it sounds like Kurt Angle took to it like a fish to water mm -hmm. and became, you know, you know, you see the the WWF always trying to cross, 
you know, get somebody that's in mixed martial arts or wrestling yep. or a, a celebrity name, yep. and they try it, you know, like we mentioned earlier, Mongo McMichael, former football player, probably the worst ever of all time. Um, you know, they, they throw Mike Tyson in there. They throw all these athletes, actors, Kurt Angle. They're probably like, let's see if it sticks. This guy, you know, when he was thrown against the wall, like spaghetti, he fucking stuck. I mean, he was doing moves, um, that were very like outside of his skill set for the amount of training that he had and executed them really well. I think he shot up to the champ within kind of months. It wasn't like a Ronda Rousey thing where they like, this is what's going to help the women's division. Kurt Angle was already going in there with a lot of stars. I mean, this was like chalked full of, you know, the undertaker Kane, triple H mankind, you know, all these guys that are, you know, all hall of famers in their own right. And Kurt Angle made his mark and um, had legendary matches. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I remember watching Kurt Angle growing up and he just kind of fit right in with everybody else in terms of, you know, in ring work at the time though, being younger and not really knowing much about the business behind the curtain. I didn't really know any better and didn't know Kurt Angle was, you know, I, I didn't understand how significant it was how quickly he took to professional wrestling. And I, I didn't even know that because, you know, in the late nineties, how do you find those types of things out? So, you know, watching his matches, obviously you could tell he was really good in the ring, but when you step back and think about the fact that, you know, he had what, six months of training, maybe ish before mm -hmm. actually being on WWE television and just shooting right up to main event status. Yeah. It right. really says a lot about him. Definitely an underrated talent. Well, and they kind of tried it with Ken Shamrock a little bit. Like Kurt Angle was a, you know, gold medalist. So his name was renowned in a certain circle. Oh, Ken yeah. Shamrock was supposed to be the most dangerous man, you know, in the octagon in UFC fighting, but it didn't really translate to wrestling. So it's kind of weird that the WWF, I don't know how much they invested in the Kurt Angle, but I mean, he earned his keep there pretty quickly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, who else has got one? Anybody? Dan Severn, yeah, you know, speaking on that term too, you know, <laughs> speaking how good Angle got over, I forgot, you know, Dan, remember Dan Severn was in the WWE? Yeah, the beast. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't, you know, he didn't get over as much, and he was uh, probably a better, you know, I mean, be better MMA fighter than Angle. Angle never fought MMA, he was just a good collegiate, mm -hmm. good collegiate wrestler, or, yeah, obviously Olympia champion, but, you know, Dan Severin, Ken, Ken Shamrock, they couldn't get those guys over. The only one that was a legit MMA fighter that was on that level is of, um, of Angle, we forget it, because um, he, he was a college wrestler, then he went to WWE, then he went to UFC, is uh, Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's the only one that was a little bit more successful, but, you know, but yeah, they got it. You know, Angle got it because he can cut the promo. You know, you know, Lesnar mm -hmm. really can't cut it. He can he can cut his own promo, but not consistently good enough. Shelton yeah. Benjamin, by the way, is another guy that uh, should make this list. Oh yeah, yeah, he probably yeah he probably should yeah, mm -hmm. underrated, and can really they say that Shelton is uh, still going. He's the only guy that could be could have beat. I don't know about today, but he could. He's the only guy that could beat Brock legitimately beat yeah. Brock. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah. Charlie, you're making me have flashbacks to the late 90s with all these other UFC MMA talents. You made yep. me think of the <laughs> weapon Steve Blackman. Jackson I was about was to say that. Oh, yep. Sorry, Steve, sorry Mike. I didn't mean to steal your shine. Yep. No, you're fine. No, I was going to say, does Blackman, Steven Blackman wow. uh, make the list with those uh, sticks and even oh, do all the yes. lethal well, weapons? What do yeah, they say? I, Is Legs are like, lethal weapons? I, yeah, I forget what they were. I think they were either fighting sticks or like they were sort of like miniature kendo sticks that he would yeah, come yeah. out with and do sort of a, not, I don't want to call it a dance, but like a kata at the top of the ramp. And then he would just walk down, never smiled, never blinked, never made a face. Yep. Um, but I do remember in a lot of his matches, he would pull out a pair of nunchucks and just yep. start swinging at the other guys. So, yeah. I don't know that he was best professional wrestler, but man, he was over in the mid card with the fans. And yeah. I think it was just because he had something that made him different. Well, yeah. plus he was responsible for like Shane McMahon's, one of the biggest bumps that Shane McMahon did in the early days when he, you know, 
took a step off of the scaffolding and went like 30 feet down into some tables. Stephen Blackman is the one that uh, climbed the top, uh, the scaffolding with him and hit him with those sticks. <laughs> they make him go off. Falling. Yeah, that yeah. Was nice. At the time, I could not believe that. That was just mind blowing to me how far that was, down that fall was. The jumbo tr- or the Titan Tron. The Titan Tron. Titan Tron. Yep. Hawk fell <laughs> off the Titan Tron. Rest in peace, it, Hawk. Was that the drunken thing they did with him? Yep. Yes. I've got one more I'll throw out there. Um, there's a little bit of recency bias behind this one. And, and again, me being a WWE mark, this will probably not come as any shock, but Dominic Mysterio uh, has been kind of impressing me lately. So, so I didn't really, I didn't really know what to think of him. His first match was against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Um, I just heard an interview with Dominic on the Chris Van Vliet show. And it turns out that, that match at SummerSlam was Dominic Mysterio's first professional wrestling match ever outside oh, wow. of practice matches and training, you know, at, at like the performance center or whatever it might be. Um, first televised pro wrestling match ever. And if you have seen the match, you know, it definitely stood out on the card as being one of the better matches of the night. But to think that that was someone's first ever wrestling match is pretty incredible. Um so, I, I mean, we haven't seen a ton yet from Dominic Mysterio, but, you know, just given that fact, I think he's definitely underrated. Pretty excited yep. to see where they go with him. He's getting a lot of hate, though, because he hasn't gone through the NXT training uh, with the uh, Performance Center and paid a lot of dues. A lot of people say, you know, it's only because of his father and his father got <clears throat> him this deal, kind of like the paternal instep being on the main roster and he – it's hot shot it up he's you know like the rock's niece or is it the rock's daughter that's kind of in nxt right now and she's paying her dues yeah. and her dad's got you know 200 million people on instagram and uh dominic hasn't really uh gotten up the ranks yet yeah. although dominic has acquitted himself well i don't know I, he can go both ways on that i mean did he should he have gone through the paces like everyone else maybe but he certainly has made the most of his jump to the main roster i'm just trying i'm just playing no i know here you know i yeah totally i i can see what do you think charlie um i mean the rock's daughter she isn't i don't think she's hurt now she's getting a knee thing but um Mm. uh it's it's wwe crap so i mean not to be not to be a dick but it's just wwe crap so i mean i'm sure he's trained but He's going to be a WWE homegrown. He'll be okay in the ring. He's not going to be anything. He's good, but I maybe it's just my uh, prejudice. I don't. He's good, don't. But I don't think he's going to be like a superstar. Unless he like goes out, works the indies, gets gets get, learn how learns how to work an indie crowd, how to get over not in the WWF style of wrestling. You know, that's yeah. You know, you're saying he's going to. It's going to be hard to get out of his father's shadow. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, get out of his father's shadow, but he's been trained by WWE, so he's gonna wrestle a WWE style. Like, if you watch Ricochet style and the WWE ring compared to now, you go out and watch anything outside of WWF, you'll be like, "Holy shit!" Well, Rick, where point. Dominic, I don't think can go outside of there and do True. "Holy shit" stuff yet. You That's know, true. he has to go out and do it. You know. Like, if like we saw Ray, when we saw Ray at All Out, you know, there was stuff he was doing that he didn't do at um, WWE. So, so I just think for him to get over and learn how to to work a live crowd that's not a WWE style match. Yeah, he, that is he's, true. Yeah, but he's he's good, smooth. I see him do some cool things, some smooth things. But to me, he's just another generic WWE homegrown wrestler not to be not to be like that he's just a i mean and right right now they're doing so many guys with mexican gimmicks they're all doing the mexican gimmick he's just another wwe mexican guy i mean not to not to break it down like that but the, what's no that's what we do here what's special we, what's special we, about him he's right besides kind, his dad no that's you know kind of what, that's kind of what wwe does yeah yeah i mean that's that you know yeah, that's really true. Say, I mean, Matt. 
I, I agree good, with Charlie. Though. Don't get me wrong. He's good for where he's at in first match, but but I would I if you go if you go oh man, Dominic's on this card. I gotta go see him. We're like, yep. Let me know how it is. I'm not spending money for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's a, that's a, that's how that's how the old guys used to draw. Would you leave your house, spend money to go see a guy for Dominic? Nah. Even if he was running working the main event of a pay per view, <laughs> would I would I rush rush home to make sure I see it? Nah. <laughs> you know that's well, just me. So, well, Charlie, since you did such a fantastic <laughs> job burying my pick, I've got Sorry. one. Um, so Sorry. this one's also pretty recent. Uh, and I'm going I'm to shift gears. I'm going to move out of WWE yeah. for a minute. We're going to talk about go. AEW. So um, Angelico is one guy in AEW that I haven't really seen a lot of on Dynamite. Um, prior to AEW, I actually saw him quite a bit in Lucha Underground. And oh, nice. I'll never forget, there's a spot if you've, Watch Lucha Underground. Um, it's very different feeling from any other promotion. So in season one of Lucha Underground, I want to say it's the season finale. Uh, they have what they call the trios championship. So instead of, t- you know, general tag teams, like what you see in most promotions, they actually have three members to each team. And in the season finale, season one finale of Lucha Underground, and Helico does a spot where he dives I don't know where he is exactly. It's almost like a, like an elevated area above the crowd dives off of that over part of the crowd into the ring and cross bodies Jesus. two guys. It, it has to be at least wow. a 20 foot drop. Um, wow. Yeah. Seriously. One of the biggest bumps I think I've seen in terms of elevation where it's actually intended to, you know, c- create offense and not like a Shane McMahon. Hey, I'm going to fall off this 40 foot ledge. Yeah, exactly. I can't. It's, not, it's a stunt man move. You know? Yeah. So, so it, AEW again and Helico. I don't know that he's done quite a bit. If he has, and you guys have seen it, tell me. But in Lucha Underground, man, he he was fantastic. I was really excited to see him roll up in AEW when I heard about that. Yeah, he just made a rare appearance on the main roster last week. Yeah, uh, I was gonna yeah. say back the last couple of weeks or was it last week? Last week they wrestled the champs, right? It was the the Hybrid Two is the team he's in. Yeah, yeah. Wrestled, TH2. Uh, revival solo too. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah. I think the COVID stuff kind of hurt them because they were getting a little bit of a play, and then the COVID they were, shut them down. That team was on uh, the first double or nothing. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, and I yep. remember that yep. was. I think it, they were on the buy-in. It was like yep. the first match of the night, and I yep. remember they seeing them, and I just thought yep. they were freaking funny. He came oh, out yeah. and he was dancing the like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. so yeah. funny. Yeah, I like yeah. the hair. I was like, oh, dude, I'm gonna like AEW because this is just so funny. Just like, oh, yeah. they get to do whatever they want. And then when I saw him wrestle, like the moves that they, they were had, good. Yep. Who's yeah. And Helico's partner's name? What's his I can't name? I think of it right now. Jack Evans. Jack there you Evans. Go. Oh, yeah. Look at that. They're a look good team. They're a good team. They are a good team. Really, they, yeah. I'm they're mostly a to dark team right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into maybe it. They're, maybe nice they're making pick. a comeback. You know, get the, maybe they're building them up. You know, maybe with like the COVID stuff, they couldn't. They weren't willing to pay for them to travel. So now they're maybe. Yeah, well, the pay from the travel in or or whatever it is. We kick it up. You know that uh, the uh, ref Aubrey, she flies in from like Seattle every week. Yes. No way. Yeah, really. If you follow her on Instagram, like wow, I, I can't believe she flies in every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Britt Baker does the same from Pittsburgh when That's she where was. She comes uh, from. Okay. Yeah, because she's got her dental uh, yeah, practice that. office over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Steve's girl. That's Steve's girl. Steve's girl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually think so my wife is from Pittsburgh and we go visit her family. I haven't been to the dentist in like I don't even know how long. We just got dental insurance I think, now, so I yeah. want to get should, into it. You should, go you should to roll Dr. it out Bird there, man. You that's what I'm there. saying. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm get gonna go. I assume at this point, like, you know, she's a notable enough person, like is her business like off the charts right now? Like yeah, people just got it. It. especially it like especially like be. dudes like the guy we saw at all out at Starcast that yep. are like people like, go in there slather. just to just yeah like people just go in there just to say hi and I'm gonna be that guy but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, be... gonna have wretched teeth yep. and um, she's gonna fix them for me and I'm gonna say yeah. you know I'm I'm I want to take myself my dental seriously and that's why I'm here Britt. I can just see Mike going up to like his HR people, like, um, I have a question. Um, does this dental insurance cover flights as well? <laughs> um, I'll write wow. it off. I'm just gonna be your patient. Just ask a bunch of questions about Adam Cole. 
Seriously. <laughs> Baby. Yep. Oh, my God. Charlie, I was actually thinking about uh, today when – because it was, like, almost a year ago until we saw War Games at Allstate Arena. Yep. And uh, remember we were sitting next to those Undisputed Era uh, Oh, what guy was the other guy? <laughs> that was the funniest thing. So That guy okay, was so, so hyped when he came. Okay, so crazy. we're at Undisputed – okay, so we're at War Games – the last match of the night is the men's war games where they have the two rings and they bring down the cage and it was, you know, a bunch of guys versus the Undisputed Era. And these dudes, okay, so it was... They had the, my, they had the Undisputed T-shirt Era's T-shirts on yeah. too. So. so they're sitting next to Kristen the whole night and we're like oh, cramped yep. in there. And they stole one of our seats because we had four tickets, but we were mm-hmm. like, there should have been an empty seat there. And I was like, oh, great. We could put our coats there. No, somebody stole our seat and we're, we yep. came late, so we didn't want to be like dicks. Hey, get out but of here. Yeah. Anyway, so they're just kind of like, Haha, yeah, cool. Like all the matches the whole night. As yep. soon as Undisputed Era's music hit. <laughs> yeah! You ever see that little, that gif with that little kid? That little black yeah. kid, he's going like that? Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how they were, dude. Oh my like, God. I was like, I was freaking out. Cause I was like, oh my God. I've never, these guys are so quiet and all thing. of a sudden they come out. Oh, and they were doing like the yeah, yeah, across exactly. the chest with the U and the E. And when the boom hit, they're like, yeah. oh. like so pumped. So they hyped. bought the tickets just for Undisputed Era. That's yeah. literally. And, and I feel like Undisputed like, Era lost that match too. Were they devastated? Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, what's his face? Uh, Cole went through Champa. the table. Champa, yep, Champa. Yeah, that was one of the coolest bumps dude. I've ever seen. I couldn't believe these guys. They were so quiet. All of a sudden, they come like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that, that was, was that crazy. the same match where Kevin Owens made a special guest yep. appearance? Yep. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah, he's pretty underrated, Kevin oh. Owens. Oh my Kinda. god! Absolutely, I would. I wouldn't say underrated. I'd say more like underused. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Me as a former yeah. Universal Champion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't. I like. I thought about him before the show, but I was like, you know, he's kind of recognizable. But yeah, you're right, Charlie. Like underused. But when he started doing his moves uh, for a big guy. Yeah, doing moves I've never seen before. Yeah. I just love innovation. For that guy, for a guy with that body type, it's like holy shit. You know, right. I'm right first time in Ring of Honor. I'm like, who's this dude? Doesn't really look good. And I yeah. saw him. Yeah, I didn't, I'm like, I didn't oh like my him. Freaking God. I didn't right. like him when I first saw him in Ring of Honor. I was like, what the yeah, hell is this dude's yeah. deal? Yeah. And the then boxer, you totally get it. Yeah. The yep. boxing shorts and then like the cutoff shirt. He kind of looked like a backyard wrestler of a guy who yeah, like, I mean, wanted to make it. That's, yeah, that was his look in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just cleaned it up and made it prettier in WWE. Mm-hmm. Right. Nice. Awesome, boys. Well, if anybody has anything else to add, I think this was a pretty fun episode. It is indeed. Awesome. Well, we covered a lot of ground here like I knew we would. We talked New Japan. We brought up Lucha Underground, ECW, WCW, Ring of Honor, NXT, WWE, and that's the kind of talk you're going to get at Keep the K-Fade. So please remember to follow us on Spotify, follow us on uh, Instagram, and check out all the cool stuff our interns post for us. Um, And you can uh, catch us here next week for another great show. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you later. Peace.